Good morning, afternoon, and or evening, dear listeners, and welcome back to Startup Mavericks in its Impact Edition. I'm your host, Mathieu, and I'm absolutely delighted to have you join us for another engaging episode. Today, we are diving into the fascinating, changing world of work and care. So as we explore the changing landscape of modern shared spaces, we have one startup out of our Impact Accelerator joining us today. The way we live, interact, and share spaces, whether at work or in our private homes, is continuously evolving. As our society gets older, we need innovative solutions for people that need to be in daycare facilities. This is where Villa Adriano Toldo is coming into the game. Marisa, could you just, just briefly introduce yourself and the moment when your idea was born? Thank you so much. Um, basically, the idea was born in 2019 due to the experience and journey we have with my dad's uh, dementia. And it was after facing what is uh, having someone in your family living with dementia that I realized the impact in the society and in the, person, the personal experience it is. And for that reason, I come up with some ideas because I saw that many companies provide childcare for their employees, the child of their employees, but basically no one is providing elderly care for their parents of their employees. And no one is providing intergenerational care, so sharing experience between these two groups. And, and why do you think is it so important to mix care, co-working and childcare? Well, basically... Uh, Before COVID, we were one persona at work and we were one persona at home. And after COVID, this, this line is blur. We are in somehow in an liminal space and we are basically burned out <laughs> also. And the care of our loved ones is taken into the work every day more because we see people dropping off the workplaces in order to care. And I'm asking why? where we are losing this amount of talent when we can support and provide a better solution and keep them in the workforce. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I don't know if the listeners have any clue about numbers here in, in Germany. Maybe I just might delight you on that. We have um, over 18 million people in Germany that are over 65 right now, so they will grow, of course, this number. We have 4.1 million people that have to 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 be taken in, in care and 1.7 million that have dementia so 3.1 million people um, are um, how you always say it, uh, to be cared at home so they they stay at home and uh, uh, mostly the, these are uh, the women or um, daughters that will do the, the care and um, on the other side we have Uh, almost 800,000 Kita um, places uh, not there until 2025. So this will this means that one to three million people, mainly women, will not be at the labor market the next years. So this is why we, of course, need solution for this. Yeah. Just. Two more numbers and then uh, also the questions. We have, um, because I think most of the listeners don't know this, because why why um, think about it? When you live your daily life, you don't think about, oh, what's going on with me in 20 years? But uh, it's important to do this right now because then you might have a better 
aging uh, time. Yeah, so we have right now we have six thousand daycare facilities in Germany, reaching almost a um, hundred thousand people. Why do you think we talk so much about kindergartens and kitas um, and not that much about the need of daycare places? Well, I really believe that it's a stigma problem here and it's painful. So when you talk about your, your elderly loved ones, um, they are not going to be the same they were when they grow up you. They are not going to be your hero, but they are going to be a person in need. This is extremely painful. Uh, in, instead of when you talk about childs, it's joy. So they start to walk, they start to talk, they start to uh, do something for movements and these kind of things. In the other case around, it's the opposite. And it's really, believe me, painful. And you try to protect your loved ones because you you want to, to keep the dignity of them. And this is why I think this is we don't bring this topic to the workplace. Mm, yeah, I think also it's, it's more... Uh, funny to tell about the the children at home that uh, did this and that instead of uh, talking about yes my mom uh, went away i cannot find her anymore of, of course other countries are dealing differently uh, with this uh, on the other side uh, we have already right now countries where you sell more diapers to old people than to young people for example in japan um, you have traveled a lot in, in different countries also and, and seen other um, possibilities to do the daycare thing. But what I think is also important that in other countries, in other cultures, the, it's, the, the, it's a totally different dealing with old people because mostly you have them living with all the generation, for example, in one house. Concerning our Western capitalistic societies we have much more separation of families and uh, of course the older then will go to a care place um, but what have you seen in the world which uh, where, where you think this could be useful even though in a capitalistic society like we have right now well um, this is super interesting because care and since this is a super sensitive topic we really need to face the cultural part and Japan is the oldest country in the world. And as you say, they treat elders with a lot of uh, dignity and respect. And they have some intergenerational uh, facilities. Amazing, because people think that it's good for the elders, but it's also super good for kids. So it's a win-win situation. So I really love what I saw in Japan, in Australia, in United States, in UK. It's a place that's called Apples and Bee, and I love it. Judith had a TED Talk, and it's super inspiring. And I was in Holland... Um, in March this year, and you know, and your heart um, just is blooming about what you see, uh, what what is possible, and also realistic. And also, you have a, some examples also in Germany. You have an intergenerational facility with with the Deutsche Rotkreuz in North Germany, quite new from twenty twenty one, and it's really inspiring. So I guess we really need to see that it's a positive side for all the society. But what what I really understand is the combination of uh, elderly care and uh, kindergarten, for example, so that you have uh, 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 children playing with uh, elderly people and the elderly people taking care a little bit because, of course, like this, they also have something to do. It makes sense for them. But why do you put in, in this 
two-sided thing now also the co-working and how can i imagine will this work so do i uh, bring <laughs> my mother to the elderly care my child to the kindergarten and i go to the co-working and at the end i pick them up or how do you want to to organize this and uh, is it open also for everyone the elderly care or is it like really the family who brings the mother because this is for me a, a strange uh, thought yeah well thank you for for asking because this is a burning question i get everywhere so i have now the support of the university of north texas and they are reaching with this stigma thing so we have a meeting next week to to see the results um i see the solution i always say in a really funny way like a three eggs in a fan together but not scramble because each of the groups or the demographic have their own needs and they need to deal with different realities but it's Think about dating each other, because this is not a solution who fits all pockets, but think about the elderly who needs, wh what happened with childs and elderlies? The loneliness is killing them. So the, the problem with the loneliness in our society and after COVID has been really like a super pain point that before we didn't want to see it, and now it's, it's amazing. But think about that each of them have their own space, but they share some activities together. And why the co-working because basically you live with with your child no and then you need to drop the kids in order to work because what i want is to deliver the workers workforce talent or caregivers the peace of mind that they are going to have a better quality care for the loved ones and the, basically the elderies they they are drive by the um how it's called uh the daycare facilities because the idea here is to keep as much as I can, everyone in the ecosystem happy because it's this this project is like an ecosystem effort and everyone should have something back. And um, in Germany, at least, parents live around 50 kilometers away of their loved ones. And it should be also open for the community. Why? Because the numbers are dramatic. And the idea is to give also give something back to the community. If you are running a business in an area, you want to give back something to the community. We are really changing the mindset of companies, more connecting with the purpose and values, and you really want to support your community. So this is now where we are talking about money because, of course, we have to finance uh, this. As I understood, you want to start with the first pilot project also. Uh, how will you convince companies to make an investment in your pilot well basically because they need it <laughs> <laughs> yeah so if they support childcare, why you don't support elderly care you don't want to work so we are lacking talent and the numbers in germany and worldwide are dramatic so we are lacking talent and if you can support your talent to stay there why you are not doing that because with the child, you know, that's around three years. But with the elderly, the time is longer. And we are going to live even longer. So for me, it's a smart moven, movement for a company to support their talent. Because if I'm a talent, and so by the way, we run, we run a survey. So I, I was running a survey asking about, because I say, okay, it's a quite innovative uh, approach, even though I grow up in that way. Um, and I run a survey and I ask people, you have two companies, you have two jobs offer. One with this service and one with 
no, nothing to do. Which one you will choose? And they say the one with the care support. You know, if, I, if you are a company and you are smart enough, you need to plan for the next three, five, seven years. And this is going to be the best inv investment you are going to do for your talent. But overall, so the, the kindergarten or kita is financed itself, the elderly care is financed itself, and then the co-working, of course, gets money also from the company because people can work there. Um, maybe this is also because you're an architect um, coming from, from this. Uh, for you, it's also maybe interesting how to use buildings in the future because uh, because of COVID, we had a lot of uh, home home uh, working, not, not home working. What, working uh, from home. Uh, working from home, from home. Uh, exactly. And so now there are a lot of places empty, especially uh, the ones in the, in the first or ground floor. Um, how uh, is it also, or, or do you already have like a concept in your pocket where you can go just to big companies that have uh, buildings with empty floors to to ask them and how would be the regulations because we have so many regulations in in Germany concerning all this how do we deal with this so the regulations by the way is not just in Germany it's worldwide so i'm targeting two groups that they are super heavy regulated and care but to be honest we can do better so as you say, I'm, I'm an architect and I'm a workplace strategist. And it is, it's my point for that reason I came to. Um, the way we work is changing a lot. And also not just the space of the office itself and the needs of the office itself, but also where we are locating these offices, which is super interesting for me. No, um, And also... Child and elderly care are happy in the ground floor because it's the easy access, it's the easy and way to connect. And employees, they don't like ground floors. So it's a win-win. For me, it's like a win-win situation. And why not support each other? And I see the problem here is companies are uh, afraid of uh, liability a lot. And we are researching on that because we know that the governments are pressure, I do, uh, they are doing some pressure to try to get support because basically the costs are so high that no government in the world can <laughs> keep it going. But we need this service. So I see that as an um, ecosystem support and it's the best way to keep the society and the companies and the government running. So I'm still in this uh, check-in The good point, I, I know that I don't know, but I know who knows, and I'm connecting with a bunch of different experts in different fields to try to get the best solution. So what I hope is to get a company who already have a kindergarten to make the pilot as sick or cheaper as possible and to add a daycare facility close by because we need to measure many things and we need to measure impact and to deal with different um, aspects to get the ideal solution. So, so to wrap it up right now, it's more uh, also in Germany, there, there are a lot of uh, theoretical discussions about it. Universities are taking care more and more about this uh, problem. And what you are trying to do now is to getting really into a pilot phase where you can really show how this could 
work in future and then also collect data about how much uh, this would cost at the end uh, for for a company so yeah maybe it would be also a great if uh, we could have some funding from from the states for for from the state uh, for for this um yeah we will see how this will be in the next year because uh, the the state granting is right now a little bit frozen but uh, let's let's hope to to have them next year also grants for maybe a pilot pro uh, pilot uh, project and of course there are also some civil society organizations that might be interested in, in this and they could uh, of course can talk to you also um, just to close um, I just want to say um, could you could you say in in three words uh, what are your wishes for your business in the future money <laughs> <laughs> I'm really looking forward for a grant because I'm already selecting the best of each area in order to make a pilot. I know that this is too big just for me, but I know who who I, w I want to have by my side in order to make that successful. So I'm really pitching the best of different uh, stakeholders because I see so I see the impact already and I really want to see the pilot running as, as fast as possible. For that reason, I need some resource. So anyone who wants to support us, I will be more than happy. And the good point, I'm super well connected. I, I have been doing research worldwide, so I have the best of the best in different areas. And I just need support to pay them and run the thing. Yeah. Okay, so thank you for this short session with a lot of information, of course. We called it Revolutionizing Daycare and Work. I hope you had joy and you enjoyed to listening to us. And if you have any further questions, you can get uh, in contact with Marisa also. So thanks again for listening and have a good day, afternoon or evening. See you. Thank you.